Darling, how lovely to see you here. You're welcome. What was that? You're welcome. With Hillary Rushford. Say it again. You're welcome. In advance. Hello, my dear. Welcome to another iPhone version of podcasting on the road as we were pandemic in paradise in Playa del Carmen. And now we are experiencing pandemic in Phoenix. And you can follow along on Instagram for where we are headed to next as we are in this odd and unusual situation of being rather itinerant, having been gone from our home in New York City when this all broke out and living in the epicenter and feeling that it is not wise to go back and it is not wise to go to my family because they are in California, the second epicenter and um, all of the things. So I explained our story a little bit, two episodes back, but uh, we are continuing to just roll with it and watch it unfold and uh, genuinely enjoying sharing with you on Instagram. I genuinely am enjoying following along and watching what other people are up to. This is such a bizarre time and season and experience that we are in. And I am really grateful for Instagram and podcasts as a way to get to hear what other people's experiences are, that there is a way to feel some solidarity in this that isn't just reading the news, but that is uh, getting to, to watch and hear and listen to what someone else's experience is. So I hope that you were feeling connected in that same way. And I just can't thank you enough for every one of you that are leaving comments on my posts on Instagram and connecting with me in that way. While in this season, I'm spending less time in my DMs, but I am reading every single one of those um, comments over there. And it's just making me feel less alone and more connected as we are in bizarre places where we don't know anyone. And uh, Instagram really is our uh, connection to our community. So I wanted to do a brief follow-up on episode 49 on opinion culture because it feels so timely and relevant. That episode only went live a few weeks ago and it is wild to me how (laughs) that was only a couple of weeks ago. I have never received more responses to a podcast episode, truly, far and away. I have never received more DMs for days. I was going through my DMs in part because I was challenging myself to spend less time in my DMs, but the depth of the response of people saying, I, I have gone through this. I have experienced these, the unsolicited advice and the criticism that just didn't feel like I've given that person permission to speak into my life or they just don't know the whole story or a lot of, I realize I have been that person and I, I was listening to your episode and I thought of a friendship years ago that I feel like I ruined because I did this and, or I realize now that I've done this to other people on Instagram and that's not how I was seeing it. I realize Hillary, I've sent you messages like this and that wasn't my heart. But now that you've explained it, I realize. So there was so much response of, this is going to sound weird to say. I wasn't going to say there's so much response of like, thank you, but I don't mean to be like, you guys, you're just so welcome, which is also ironic because it's the title of this podcast. But, um, but I'm not saying it from like, guys, my, my episode just meant so much to y'all. It's just that topic of how heavy 
unsolicited advice and unnecessary criticism when we could have chosen to just say nothing at all and let it go. When it, when it didn't, it wasn't going to make that person's life better for us to be the one that said that thing. They were not our best friend. They were not giving us advice, uh, permission to speak into it. So there was just so many people that resonated, whether they were content creators like myself that were just devastated by this. They were entrepreneurs that live in such fear of this, that it's really holding back their creativity and holding them back from moving forward. Uh, followers and listeners who just said, I'm realizing now I've done this online to other people and thank you. I feel like I'm going to be kinder to other people or I'm realizing this in my personal life and that 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 is what I did that created uh, such such weight or even that's what I'm experiencing with this other relationship in my life but you gave me some language to understand where this person's coming from and why they keep kind of crossing this boundary. And I am finding an even heightened sense just in the last couple of days, weeks, it all changes so quickly in this present scenario of coronavirus. And I believe that it is because people are angry. They're angry that this is happening and that this, that their freedom is being taken away, that they are scared. They are, they can't get toilet paper. They can't get supplies. Other people aren't doing social distancing the way that they want. And people are hoarding the, the Purell. And there's so much that they can be angry about. And that anger spills over. And so it may spill over onto you. It may spill over into an Instagram comment or a DM or a text message or a conversation. You may be spilling your anger over into other people because you are feeling some more anger than you are used to. People are feeling out of control. And therefore, they may be trying harder to control you. You may be trying harder to control other people because everything feels out of control. And so you are trying to control that everybody else be social distancing and what everybody else is you know, doing in their own homes and where everybody else should be traveling and not traveling. And you're trying to control everyone else, but it's really coming from this place of, I am feeling out of control. People are judging that you should not be doing that. You are going against that rule. You should be doing this the way that I'm, I'm doing. And I noticed this for myself. I'm standing in a store, um, you know, trying to get groceries or when we were coming back, when we had to fly back into the country because they were closing the border, I'm standing at the ticket counter or to get on the flight. And I'm like, why are we not all standing six feet apart? Like I'm standing six feet behind the, the person in front of me, but I'm like, why are you guys all standing next to each other? Have we, are we not clear on this yet? Like I get that I do. I'm just like judging these people for not being smart enough to be like, dude, back up. This is an empty airport. We can all stand six feet apart. Like this doesn't make any sense. So we are more likely to be judging one another. You are more likely to feel that someone is judging you. Someone made some comment of what you should be doing, or they gave you an opinion or unsolicited advice about how you should be handling having your kids homeschool or how you should be handling your schedule or what you should be buying, or you shouldn't be buying, you know, you should be buying masks. You shouldn't be buying masks, like whatever it is. And I first noticed this, we had a web server that was down. One of our programs And it happened over a weekend that uh, there's a variety of software that it takes if you have an online course through us. There's the... 
the website domain that we host it with. There's the software that connects the website to the login. There's like, you know, there's all these different things on the back end. And one of those pieces of software changed their IP or their server address or something. And so all of a sudden the connection broke and it happened on a weekend which is the one, there's one time when we'd have like 36 hours without coverage. We have a half day of coverage on Saturday and then our, our customer service girls are, do not work the second half of Saturday and our whole team takes off on Sunday. So it just so happened that it happened probably halfway through the day on Saturday. And it was the first weekend that people were really home. Like this had just all kind of, everything kind of broke in my mind on Wednesday And then this was that Saturday, Sunday. So all of a sudden people are panicking about their businesses and they're trying to get into our Instagram with intention class to like dive into their business. And they maybe are laid off. They maybe can't go to work. They can't leave the house. They're home. They're trying to work on stuff. And so they're trying to get into this online course and it's not working. The responses that we got were such wild overreactions. I mean, people writing five times back to back, being like all capitals. This is effing ridiculous. I will report you to the Better Business Bureau for stealing my money. Like, and I'm like, Natalie, Natalie, girl, it's a Sunday and my team is off and it's been 36 hours and you've accessed this class before. You've already been inside the class you know, we're, we're not trying to steal the classroom. Like this doesn't seem rational, right? But that's because Natalie's feeling angry and she's feeling out of control and she's feeling real judgmental about what everybody else, because no, people are not social distancing and she can hear them outside her window. And you know what? I am not running my business in the way that Natalie thinks I should be running my business. And it just all bubbles over. And I had to say to my team, like, Hey guys, we're going to get heightened responses in this season of people that are, you're just like, I can't believe how upset you are about the fact that your login isn't working right now. Like it'll be an hour and it'll be up and running again, but it just feels like the last straw. Like it is the last thing that you cannot control. Like they were out of Purell, they were out of eggs and now the internet is not working and our pets heads are falling off. Anyone know that quote from Dumb and Dumber? It's one of my, one of my favorites. Um, I, shared in a previous episode, an example of like a wild overreaction to my bringing humor in this season. Um, I said something about like, uh, I was joking about getting a mosquito bite on my butt and then someone DM'd and was like, I can't believe that you're complaining about mosquito bites in a time like this. I'm like, well, I was actually bringing humor in a time like this, which I'm not going to apologize for. I also, um, I did a post about how to have a guac clock in your bathtub at home and like make the best of, you know, being at home and trying to like bring the beach to you. And someone was like, just to be clear, you understand people are dying, right? Just to be clear. And then four people went and liked that post. I was like, guys, we're, we, we, we got to have some humor and joy and light and beauty. I already posted on my profile about the fact that that's what I'm going to continue to do because I, I don't want to just hear panic and doom and gloom every day. Like we, we want a variety of things. Sometimes I want the news and I want that. Sometimes I want an empathetic story when it just pops up. And sometimes I want to go watch that style tutorial because I'm just looking for some joy and beauty in my day. So yeah, sometimes you want to just put on your bathing suit and put on like the sound of the ocean waves in the background and get in your bathtub and make some guacamole and a uh, little, you know, tequila soda and just pretend that you're at the beach when actually your kids were like outside the bathroom screaming and you had to cancel, you know, your 10 year anniversary trip. And so this is what your life is like, but the, the amount, the idea that someone was like 
people are dying and you're talking about guacamole. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Samantha, I am. The gu- and the guacamole is delicious. And also people are dying and it's horrible. And also th- we need to keep on living life. Like it, we don't go into darker and darker places does not make us any happier. I have seen lots of giving of opinions. That's why I've shared we've gone kind of quiet at times on Instagram or I'm sort of sharing some things delayed because I just found that if I, when when we were in Mexico and the border had closed, there was all of these people asking questions and giving their advice and you guys should come home and here's an article. You probably haven't seen it. And I'm like, no, we're checking the news. We have, have indeed seen that article. Like our family and friends have sent us that article. Thank you. Um, Papaya is the name that came to mind because I just always like to put names in here. Um, I've never met a woman named Papaya, but let's say thanks Papaya for telling me about that article that went live 24 hours ago that I have already seen and my mother has seen and my assistant has seen. But thank you for, you know, commenting like, you know, you guys should get out. I don't know what you're still doing there. I'm like, all right, well, thanks for commenting on my life. <laughs> Didn't actually ask. So I just had to start putting on like, P.S. You're sweet to ask, but we don't have any travel updates we're uh, we're sharing publicly at this time because I was just like, I don't want to put if I if I share that we're flying out on Sunday and then our flights get canceled on Sunday, then somebody's going to be like, yeah, I knew when you said that I was like, she should fly out on Saturday. I mean, like, really, Felicia? Really? You you were just sitting there being like, "Mm, if I ran her life, I would do this so much better. I would be flying out on Saturday. And I'm like, well, Felicia, I have a stomach bug and I really didn't want to be sick on the plane if we could handle it one more day. And you know what? It turned out Sunday was like far and away the safest day to travel because it was totally empty. And Saturday was a ish show at the um, Cancun airport. So we made the wise decision. But if it had been the opposite, best believe there would be people in my comments telling me that we made the wrong decision. And, um, of course, if we made the right decision, nobody would have been like, Oh, I I'm really glad. Well, actually some people would be, they'd be like, I'm glad that you did that because I, you know, I would have said that I had somebody one time send me a comment and say, Oh, thank God for years. I've waited for you to grow your bangs out. (laughs) I said to Jeremy for years, for years, this person has stared at me and been like, she's not as pretty as she could be. Or like, oh man, her bangs drive me crazy. Or like, oh, why, why does she have bangs? I'm like, for years, I've been driving you crazy. Also, I haven't even had bangs for years, so I don't even know what we're talking about, Brian. But um, but thanks. But here, Brian, you know, gay hairstylist, thinks he's like complimenting me on my hair, I guess. But really, people just give these unsolicited advice. So here's my thing. Go back and re-listen to episode 49. If you have not, if you have, re-listen to it. And remember that we cannot control anyone but ourselves. I will fight in this season for three people, my parents and Jeremy. If I feel that Jeremy is touching too many things, not washing his hands enough, I will tell him. He is not touching the things and he is washing his hands plenty. He's fine. But I will like, I will speak up for him of like, hey, babe, step away from that counter or like, honey, honey, use a, use a napkin, whatever. Like I will fight for him and he will fight for me. And that is appropriate. 
But obviously I'm not walking up to strangers being like, you should really use a napkin when you're touching that or whatever. And I will fight for my parents. I will not fight for my sister, meaning, and by fight for, I mean fight for my opinion of your life is, is worth me inserting. You and your husband will make your choices for your family and for your children for what you think is safe. Now for my parents, I do have more of that. We get into that weird tipping point where suddenly the, the child starts worrying more about the parent. So yes, I do have that sense of like be wanting to make sure that like they're staying in enough and things like that. And I'm sort of like looking out for them. And I, I, I have spoken up like, well, daddy, I really wish you wouldn't do, you know, like, I mean, every time you are going out, like, da, 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 like, so I have like spoken up to them, but that is it guys. That is my sphere. My sphere is three people. So really ask yourself, what is my sphere? That influencer that I follow online, are they my sphere? The every single mom in my kids preschool, every single person that goes to my church, every, my aunt and my second cousin and, you know, all of my siblings, like are all of those people in your sphere, if they are making decisions that you disagree with, if they are still like, we had friends that were going to go on a trip. And in my mind, I thought like, I mean, they are saying not to travel electively, but I was like, but we're like, we're at this magical place. And I, so I feel like I don't, I have a leg to stand on, but we were already here. We, we actually did cancel another trip to Mexico city because we didn't want to travel electively, but I was like, she's not asking my advice. So I'm just going to say, Oh, that's awesome, girl. Like, I, like, you know, she's like, we're hoping we can still fly out. And I was like, that's great. She, she was not asking my advice. She's not one of my people in my sphere. And, um, when the border got closed and I knew she wasn't going to be able to go, I didn't immediately reach out because I was like, you know what? she's probably really bummed. She's probably really wrestling with that because it was a lot of money for them. It was rare that they could get time off work. Like they, they, their place wasn't offering them a refund. They're both school teachers. They both have very little money. Like this was a huge hit. And I was just like, you know what? She doesn't need me writing and being like, Hey, did you see the border closed? She, she's smart. She's smart cookie. She, she Googled you know, she figured it out like her, her family, her best friends, like she's a friend, but like her best friends would have told her the people that she was like chatting with that day. Someone she texted with an hour before. That's what happened to me with uh, my friend, Allie, who's the one that told me about the border closing. We were voice memoing at the time back and forth. So that's why she's the one that told me. Um, but I just, I'm cautious of just being like, okay, is this really my sphere to chime in or, you know, can I just, let it go and be like, they'll, they'll figure their thing out. And I don't even need to follow up and be like, you know, Hey, I bet you're bummed now that you can't come. Like I will follow up eventually. And what, but I'm going to give it some space to just be like, Hey, like, I'm so sorry you guys couldn't come. And then it just feels less raw, you know? And it doesn't feel like by any, any chance I was saying like, you know, you should have known it was going to get canceled or anything like that. So I truly would just encourage you to assume the best of people assume that they are smart, assume that they are kind, assume that they have their reasons why they believe this is good. And notice how often what you're assuming is that you know more, you're smarter, you're wiser, your way of doing things would be better. Ask people if they want feedback and go ahead and preemptively put in there. And no worries if not. Because if you, if you say, can I give you some advice? Okay, guys, that, 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 that's really a rhetorical question, right? Like, 
how many people don't feel comfortable saying, I'd prefer if you didn't. So if you really mean it, you have to couch it with, are you like, do you want any feedback on that? Or are you guys just trying to process it? Like, no worries one way or the other. I just didn't know. Like, and that way it's, you're not being like, so I probably shouldn't say this because that's what you're saying when you're like, do you, do you want advice? What you're really saying is, I mean, I know the answer. Do you want me to tell you? Like, if, you know, if like a kid's trying to figure out a math problem or whatever, that's very different than I, I'm not even sure I have an answer or advice, but I'm, I'm just not sure what you want in this moment. Do you want me to throw some options back at you or do you want me to just listen? And then it feels less like you're being a know-it-all, right? So you just want to go the extra mile in being so sensitive because people are having all of these heightened emotions. Share your experience, not your advice. So rather than, well, I think you should, or it seems like you guys should, or if I was you, I would. Instead, go rather to, I think it, for me, it just, I think it makes me anxious going out, like, you know, if someone's like, oh, I'm still going to go on this trip or whatever. And you're like, I guess my, for me, my concern would be like, can I get back? You know, like what, like with the border being closed, I guess like my head goes to this and, and then energetically, it's really just a slightly different tone where you really are talking about, here's my concern for myself. I'm just verbal processing and thinking aloud rather than, well, I mean, you know, if I was you, I'd worry about getting back which now you're just passive aggressive. Now you're just being know-it-all. So really, really notice your tone and keep saying, oh, it's so hard. Guys, one of the greatest lines in all of fictional history is by the great Tammy Taylor of Friday Night Lights. Coach's wife, played by Connie Britton, the glorious. Her character which if you're looking for something to binge, by the way, I would recommend Friday Night Lights, though there is a lot of crying, but you know, there's no infectious disease. So it's like also kind of taking you out of reality, but oh gosh, one of the best TV shows ever. Um, she is a school counselor and she says again and again, when someone, some kid comes into her office and they're going through a breakup, they are pregnant, their parents are getting a divorce, their mom is an alcoholic, whatever it is under the sun. And she says, that is a hard thing. That is a hard, hard thing. And guys, that is, there is, there is nothing else you need to know in life. <laughs> when you are sitting and talking to someone, if you can just say, oh, that's so hard. Ugh, it's so hard. It's, you, what you're saying is I validate what you are going through and I, in, hu- in humility, it is so big that I don't have all the answers. And whether that's because I genuinely am like, crap, I don't know what to tell them what the answer is. Or because it's like, I just don't want to make it seem like I'm the know-it-all and I'm trying to control this. So when people are sharing the things that they are going through and they are, they are struggling, they're talking to you, as often as you can, if you can just say, oh, it's so hard, man, it's so hard. It just affirms that there isn't an easy answer and the fact that they are wrestling with trying to get there or that you guys may have a different opinion, that you may differ from them. It it gives grace for all of that. It gives grace for all of the things, which is ultimately what I want us to all take away from this, which is to show grace as much as possible, to be as gentle as possible and to be very aware when we are frustrated if we are 
becoming controlling of others when we are feeling out of control, if we are giving unsolicited advice and criticism and opinions, and just really know everyone's going through a hard time. Your kids are going through a hard time. Your spouse is going through a hard time. Your parents are going through a hard time. And so really trying to create that grace and space for everyone. And I know Jeremy and I noticed like we just are, you know, we're, we're, we're bickering more at times because especially when we were leaving Mexico, it's like, there was just so many emotions. There was so much to process. Information was changing so quickly and we were just so tired. We were so frustrated, so out of control. And so it can be easy to like take it out on that person, but we also are showing grace that we know why the other person has a short fuse and is frustrated because there's a lot going on. So it, it also creates a lot of grace for that person to very easily come back and be like, I'm sorry, I'm just so frustrated. Like, I'm just so sad that we're going home. It's like, I know, babe. And just really trying to stay calm while someone else is frustrated and just being like, telling yourself the narrative. They're just, they're just sad. They're just, they're struggling. They have a, a, this isn't what they expected. They aren't in control. They feel hopeless. They feel terrified. They feel overwhelmed, whatever. And when we can get ourselves into that place of empathy and just really commit that I'm not going to make this any worse. Like I am here to do no harm. And I want to make sure that in the midst of all of this hardness, I don't make anyone else's day harder because I left an opinion or criticism in a comment or a DM, or I went on a a rant on my Instagram and vented about a bunch of stuff to, you know, you've got 200 followers on Instagram that, you know, on your personal account, let's say, but you could just vent all of that to your sister who can take it, you know, to your sassy best friend who's like, fine, and we'll do it back and forth. But even just the 200 people, I'm not saying you have to be Pollyanna all the time, but maybe that opinion that you have is not one that they share. You know, if they're going to come out with a vaccine for this, some people are going to say we should take it. Some people are going to say we shouldn't take it. So if you go on this rant about how if people don't take it, then the rest of us are all infected. Well, what about the 50 of your 200 followers that have their own reasons why they don't believe they should take it? You know, it's just like, can you share in a way that gives grace and says, I understand this, this other perspective. I know that we're not all going to agree here. Here's what my perspective is. And I'm, I'm just going to share it you know, in for, for people who are curious, like just as much as we can be kind and, um, look for the gentleness and the grace and the goodness in this season. It is so much more prevalent than the negative, And it is one of the beautiful things about this time. I shouted out an Instagram. Actually, I talked about an Instagram profile in one of my previous PSs, but it may be the episode that we shelved. So I'm going to tell you about that in the PS as it will truly bring you joy in the season if it isn't already. Oh, wait. One more thing. Don't miss this. Before you go, love. PS. Something I'm loving lately is the Instagram account Good News Movement. I will link it in the description below, but man, the connection that people are forming all around the world while we talked today about the, the fact that there is criticism, there is so much more joy and goodness and beauty and hope about the way that neighbors rally together and people bring their art and their talents. And as a creative 
that is so powerful to me to see people who are singing opera and uh, projecting Fred Astaire movies on a on an apartment building across the way so that everyone can watch it and playing piano on their balcony. And then a saxophonist leans out his window from another building and suddenly you've got a duet going on and someone is teaching Zumba classes to like everyone in their neighborhood who's social distancing and they're doing it on a megaphone. And so you've got all these women do who are dancing together and just that true sense of connection is so beautiful. And I encourage you to follow accounts like this that are shouting that out so that for everything you see that is upsetting or frustrating or hard, you kind of have a palate cleanser of like, okay, this is a devastating number of deaths that was just reported on today, but I'm going to go over and I'm going to focus on some story of how people are coming together and life is beautiful. The world is beautiful. People are good. And let that bring us joy that then carries over into the interaction that we have with the next person that we come into contact with, the next person that is in our family, the next person that frustrates us when we see that they are not doing the social distancing or whatever it is, and that we come back to, okay, but what is an Instagram feed that I can go over to that is bringing me joy? And that is absolutely my heart with uh, everything that I am posting over on my account to try to be that um, spot of joy and escapism and delight and education as much as possible because I know I am seeking that and I am so grateful that you are here and that you are letting me know that uh, that is meaningful to you and that is making a difference. That truly does mean a lot as we are um, on the road kind of away from everyone. So I appreciate the comments under my Instagram posts so very much and I will see you over there. Oh wait, one more thing. Before I say with grace and gumption, would you do me a favor? Would you please take a minute and swipe up and leave a review? Because the amount of people that listen to this podcast versus the amount of reviews, I know that the vast majority of you listening have not gone over and left a review. And I mean, supposedly we all have a little bit more time now, right? So probably we can take a minute and you can support a small business in this time that as of right now, does not monetize this podcast and uh, amplify the fact that this podcast is a beautiful resource. The episodes we've had over the course of the last year here together in a time when people are looking for joy and wisdom and encouragement and hope. And if this podcast has ever blessed you in that way, pretty, pretty, pretty please. If you would take a moment to do that, it means so much. It is the sole way right now that the podcast reaches more people. And it is truly your way of saying thank you and paying it forward and doing your little bit of good deed for the day. And I am so grateful. So please leave a review, screenshot it, screenshot and share this episode over in your Instagram stories. That is the second way that is the most impactful is when you tell your friends and family about this episode. And this episode can be a great way for you to share it. If you are thinking that maybe there are people in your life that you wish were thinking about this a little bit more, um, I can, that, that is a beautiful way to share it and just say, I really loved this podcast episode. And I'm going to share this over here um, on my own social media feed. Even if there's just one person that you're like, I'm really kind of hoping that Becky might see this because I'm kind of struggling with her lack of boundaries in constantly telling me what I should do via text message these days. Um, So that can be your kind and helpful way of doing this. Because as I said, from episode 49, the response was so many people saying, thank you. I did not realize that this is what I was doing. And the way that you described it 
made me realize and understand. And that's not the kind of person that I want to be. So truly, I do believe the best of people. And that was the response that I heard back from the first episode. So I will link that one below as well. All right, my dears. Thank you for being here. I truly hope that you and yours are all safe and well and staying inside as much as humanly possible. I'll see you back here soon with Grace and Gumption. Till next Wednesday.